Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our podcast. I'm Chris, joined by my brothers, Adam. Hello. And Eric. Hello. And we are back in the room once more to give our take on video games. And just like Count Dooku and Revenge of the Sith, I've been looking forward to this because we are going to be giving our predictions and our thoughts on the nominees for this year's Game Awards, which we also did last year. And I've got, ever since the nominees came out, I was like, ah, oh, I'm really excited to actually talk about this topic. But we didn't want to do it last week because Adam was away being a big nerd at Comic-Con. <laughs> so after the intro, Adam's going to fill us in a bit about his, uh, his ventures at Comic-Con. We're going to catch up a little bit and then we're going to go through the Game Awards we probably won't go through absolutely every single category because while we do game a lot, there'll be certain categories where we don't know an awful lot about and we don't want to just like throw guesses in the wind either. But most of them will have something to say about whether it's that we played them, we heard a lot about them, maybe we've streamed them, maybe we've heard from other people. We'll just have general thoughts about them. So as we go down, we'll be giving our personal pick for what we would pick if it was up to us, uh, what we think most people will have picked, and what we think the critics will actually pick. Because that's exactly what we did for last year's. It was a bunch of fun. We're going to do it for this one as well. There could be a category where one of us has more to say about others. Some might have absolutely no comment on a certain category. So you'll have to bear with us as we go. But we'd also love to hear from you as we go. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please do jump down in the comments to give your own thoughts on what you think will win or what you want to win in the Game Awards this year. And as always, if you enjoyed it, please do give us a thumbs up, hit subscribe, and click that notification bell for future content. If you listen to us on audio platforms, you can also touch base with us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Brothers Take to give your take on the Game Awards nominees this year. But without further ado, let's talk about gaming. say that there might be there might be a few categories that we wouldn't have anything to talk about mm. i see that i raise you okay a bunch of more categories that i probably wouldn't have anything to talk about <laughs> sure and we'll see as we go yeah because i'm i'm pretty surprised by the the list nearly mm. mm-hmm. and we'll see as we go through it but like I, I i was not surprised that what's been chosen but i'm surprised by how much i missed this year I get you. Yeah. yeah. And just like how much is actually here. And even I suppose before we get into the game awards, then Adam, obviously we wouldn't have done this without you. You weren't here last week. So myself and Eric took the opportunity to talk about Kana. Go check that out guys. If you haven't already, yeah, I haven't because we knew it was a game. Yeah. You don't want to spoil it on yeah, yourself. You haven't played, it. played that. Right. And we did get into like spoilers and that. And it was a great chat, but yeah. Adam, you were actually away at a comic con. You want to tell us a bit about that? Comic con Wales. Um, yeah, it's the first. I think it was the first Comic Con, at least in the UK, in like two years or something like that. Wow! But there was oh man, there was so many guests. It was it was actually unnecessary the amount of guests that were there. Um, was it like making up for the two years in a way? Was it like maybe I, I think there were being, you know, uh, the typical businesses when they come back after being in hiatus for a while and they just kind of threw everything at it. It was hmm. chaotic. I have to say, it was pretty chaotic. I felt sorry for some of the guests because uh, they seemed a bit kind of like confused about what to do and 
uh, the setup wasn't great, and they were kind of it, we. It was clear that they were kind of making it up as they go, went along. Right. Example. Okay. Sean Aston was there. Sam White the Brave. <sighs> I had uh, as I'm so my, jealous. My, my autograph booked for him on the Saturday, right? Mm. I said uh, Group B. That's what I said, right? Uh, so I go up to one of the, I suppose, stewards. I, I don't know what you would call them, but the guys working there, and I'm like, um, showing them my ticket that's booked, saying that it's Group B. Uh, you know, what time is Group B, or where's Group B? And they were like, honestly. I don't know. There's too many people here. Come back in an hour. Like, okay. And then I come back right. in an hour. And it's the same thing over and over again. I was told to go about five times in that one day, even though I had that booking. Oh, my God. And I didn't get to see him then till the following day. When I was told. But that's lucky that you were. Times that to... But I had that booked. I had that ticket booked. But there was absolutely yeah, zero yeah. organization. Zero. But if you weren't going to be there for that second day, which like many people only go for the one day, yeah, I would have missed out completely. Would have missed out the whole opportunity. So that's it's just odd nuts. that they didn't like prioritize those who booked their tickets or anything like sure. that. It was just it was it was, it was so bizarre. And it's like, or or even just to kind of radio go here, I have someone with this ticket. What do I do? Because like not every like not everyone's going to be filled in on every little thing that's going on. So. Sure. To at least even just you know, there's nothing wrong yeah. with asking your superiors yeah, yeah. what the fuck Don't is Don't pretend going on. you know what to do. Yeah, yeah. They were I mean, he wasn't. Out, they were handing out raffle tickets basically, and they were saying, "Oh, oh okay. come back in the next uh, next hour, show that raffle ticket. Anyone between this number and that number gets to go in, right? Uh, to right, the human. right. And it just didn't work. It fell. It fell apart. It completely fell apart. Well, what was Sean Aston like? I when I went up to him. Yeah, he's like at this point just storming through autographs. Sure, uh, he's so met I, so many people. I didn't really get to interact with him, but I he, he there was a talk with uh, Billy Boyd, Sean, and John Reese Davis on the stage. Oh my god, really, really funny guys. It was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. They, there's told some stories of uh, the, you know, like the injuries they experienced on yeah. Lord of the Rings, hmm. and uh, some of them are things that we never heard of before. And I might actually keep it for. Uh, next week's episode oh and that's a little tease actually uh, next week's episode we're going to be celebrating the 20th anniversary of the fellowship of the ring this year is actually called the year of the ring and uh, the, it came out in december because of the way we record these things you know we won't be able to time it with the exact launch date but we want to kind of acknowledge the 20 years of lord of the Rings. so that's that is going to be next week's episode what other guests were there adam uh, that were kind of on it's, your radar? um i actually missed Ian McDermott, completely, <gasps> I completely missed him. My God, um, he was only there the Sunday, and I just, I, I don't know how I didn't prepare for that. <laughs> sure, uh, so I, I did miss him. Um, there were a, ju just a ton. Like, there's Harry Potter guests. There was, um, guys from Battlestar Galactica. The entire Rogue team from Star Wars. That took out the Death Star. We're there. Um, Whoa, that's fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, Troy Baker was there. Ah, uh, yeah, good old Troy. Um, Liam McIntyre, who's Spartacus, but he's also in Gears Five. He was there. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, cool. Red Dead Redemption 
So Roger Clark. Um, Holy shit! The other I can't remember the name of the other two guys, but the guy who voiced um, uh, what's his name, Eric? The guy, he's from the first one and the second one. It's it's basically his gang that you work Dutch? with. Dutch, Dutch, Dutch. Yeah, Dutch Vanderlyn. Yeah, yeah, Dutch. So he was there. Uh, that the guy with the big gray beard? No, 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 no. I mean, the actor. actor very... thinking, uh, the, oh, well, the actor. No, the actor. You're kind of thinking that. That's not what I imagine for. Oh, Dutch. sure. Okay. Um, you imagine Dutch for Dutch. The the, the design of Dutch is, matches the voice <laughs> brilliantly. That's what I imagine. Yeah, yeah. The uh, yeah. dad. What's it? The um, dad of the Weasleys from Harry Potter. He was there. Oh, cool. Um. Oh, there was just so so many um that sounds like an expensive weekend because i would absolutely want Veronica to meet most Taylor, of those people wow um, was there yeah it was jesus christ the the guy who wrote the crow graphic novel he was there wow <laughs> holy shit man so so many that's like it was deep so cut nerd many. shit i'm like like it's amazing I've never seen uh, a con with so many guests, and really, the venue just wasn't suited for that. The, right the, under John, circumstances, John Barrowman was there. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. yeah. he was. Uh, oh, yeah. He was huge in terms of the Sean right. and John. They had the largest. Sean and John. Sean and John. Ah, yeah. the classics. They had the largest um, views for sure. Yeah, well, he's in so many different shows that he he he. And he's such a personality kind of himself, anyway. He is, yeah. yeah. A lot of people like him. I like him actually. I must say, he is. He's pretty cool. I only really know him from. I didn't Arrow. get to see his talk. Um, there's a load of talks mm. I would have loved to have seen. Yeah, yeah. But standing in that queue for Sean, just uh, sure, took, right? Took, yeah, took so up long. so much of the day. Two of the days. Was there, was there cool like merch stalls and shit as well that it normally? Yeah, is, there's or? some. Uh, yeah, some good stuff. Um, a lot of it is kind of samey, pop figures. You know, it's always that yeah. shit. Um, Are we all getting coasters for Christmas? Like that kind of yeah. Well, there's there's that stuff for it. There's there art prints, <laughs> and, um, pins. Uh, but they, there was a cool stall there that had uh, replica weapons. So things like the wow. Buster Sword, you get the Buster Sword. Shut the front yeah. door! I wouldn't um, know how to get it on the plane, but yeah, I'll well, try. I, I was trying to because they had glam drink, and I was like, uh, and it was only eighty quid. I know. Oh wow! It and reduced. was it steel? Oh, it was reduced. Oh yeah, proper like proper like just it was reduced from a hundred and hundred and ninety or something like that. So. But what was the name of the shop? I wonder like if you could contact them. Oh, I don't them. know. I, I really don't know. Oh, but man. when I say steel, it's not like a proper like. Oh yeah, yeah. it's not sword, steel steel. But like, it's, it's not like no, it's I not get plastic. That. But I'm just like it, anything it looks that looks well. like it, the it, Buster it, Sword. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. It, it it didn't look bang on like the Buster Sword, but it was <laughs> it was pretty close to to the maybe the old school hmm. ga- school games as opposed to the the newer yeah. ones um yeah, yeah they had yeah, yeah. they had a ton of weapons there from from video games to movies yeah amazing yeah that's so cool fast <laughs> let us know guys if you've ever been to a comic-con what was the coolest thing you ever saw at a comic-con who's the who's the coolest guest or like what was the most jaw-dropping guest you've ever met we'd love to hear it but moving on from that it's time to give our thoughts on the Game Awards. Uh, so we're going to boot up the website here and we're going to go down through the categories and um, yeah, and just give our, our thoughts on each. And again, you know, there could be a category where we haven't played anything from it, but maybe we've heard praise about a certain game and we might even be able to say, it's like, I don't know what I would pick, but I have a feeling the critics are going to pick this based on, or I have a feeling the most popular one is, you know, based mm. on what I've heard or what I've seen. 
Um, and there's some here. I don't know if you guys, I, I did, I voted already. Oh, have you? Um, and okay. this is why we've done this at this time as well. Like we don't leave it like directly the week before leave enough time for people to actually have the discussion around this and, yeah. and to be able to give their own thoughts and to do their own votes. But um, there's a few of these that surprised me when I went through. <laughs> Genuinely. Yeah, I haven't voted yet. Cause I want to give me. some of like, as I, there's a couple of that I have, I just haven't gotten around to, to really playing them. So I just want to give it, yeah. give them some time first before I make a decision. But that's fair. Yeah. I that's feel fair. like my decisions are probably not going to actually change. So what is the first, I actually, this is, I've beef with this. Yeah. I don't like the way the website is laid out. Yeah, I do yeah, not I think. You yeah, you want to kind of go. <laughs> this category should be last, but right. okay, let's, let's get straight into the meat then. Okay. Let's get straight let's into the meat. Vote now. Yeah, people might be like, oh, well, I don't need to listen after this then. But you know what? The other categories are just as important in their own right. Yeah, but we could always just start from the bottom and work our way up. Oh, we'll stick, we'll stick should we do that? I don't know. We'll, we'll stick with it. We'll yeah, stick, stick with it. Because some okay, of the categories are okay. just... Yeah. yeah. So we got game, game yeah, you, of the year. It's more like you give up at a certain point. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I guess too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The point where you're just like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, fuck this. Right. Okay, okay. Game of the year. Adam, give us a reading of what, what that would be and what the, what the, what's been nominated. So recognizing a game that delivers the absolute best experience across all creative and technical fields. And the nominees are Deathloop, It Takes Two... Metroid Dread, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart, and Resident Evil Village. I actually haven't heard of that Deathloop game. They kept that very much under the radar, didn't they? Didn't yeah, it's an in, I think it's an indie title. <laughs> yeah, is it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It really took the it, it took everybody by surprise. Yeah. Eric, since you spoke up there, do you want to go through um your personal pick, what you think people will pick? And ultimately, what you think the critics will pick, which might all be the same, I don't know. Uh, well, as I've only played one of those games, I would, uh, I would give it to Resident Evil Village. Okay. Because I've, I've uh, I, I'd reckon the critics will give it to. To be honest, either Deathloop or Metroid Dread. How come? Because. Metro Dread, out of kind of a nostalgia for the fact that they went back to that side scrolling, but it did actually look like a really fluid, great mm. game. And, and they did Death... it well. Yeah. They did it really well. And then Deathloop, I heard really great things about its storytelling, how it tells the story and everything, and the actual performances in the game, and the creativity of how to play it. So that's why I kind of think the they would kind of go between Deathloop and Metroid Dread. I think Deathloop more, they might lean towards that more. Mm-hmm. And then for the people, I think it's between Metro Dread and Ratchet, Ratchet and Clank. And oh. just pure nostalgia. And a pure nostalgia. Uh, pure nostalgia. And again, with Ratchet and Clank, they have that very fluid um, gameplay style to it. You know, going from world to world and the graphics and everything like that. And they, they, it kind of is a big, it was a big PS5 game. I think like after Resident Evil Village, that was kind of the next big PS5 game. Well, it's the only I, real. Uh, well, Deathloop is. I mean, after Returnal, more so. Resident Evil Village is cross-platform. Yeah. Oh, it so is, it's yeah, not yeah. necessarily. Which, um, to be honest, there is something to be said there too. In terms of what people might pick, in terms of what people actually are able to get their hands on and play. That is very true, actually. But, really think about that. That's, well, that's just another. Uh, but, you know, because the the people's choices, uh, our our 
kind of votes are so minimal to the actual decision. Oh no, I know that. Yeah, yeah. I I just mean in terms of the 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 people vote. In yeah, terms of what, vote, what would yeah. be the favorite there, but, but the, I don't know. I know it doesn't really affect it that much, but yeah, the actual vendors who are voting, they they might be, you know, they have access to all of them. So, what are your thoughts, Adam? Kind of tricky here. Uh, like my personal is going to be Resident Evil Village. I've played not all of Ratchet and Clank. I've played a little bit of it, and it's just not. Uh, it's okay. I don't really see the appeal of it. It's mm -hmm. a beautiful game for sure, but I don't think it's actually that fun to play. Uh, Metroid Dread I've played a bit um, really really good for sure but I don't think it really comes close to Resi Psychonauts 2 supposedly got a lot of praise and so did Deadloop I can't see It Takes 2 winning I, I just think it's a it's a little nichey um, mm -hmm. and it didn't you know that didn't really get as much praise as the other games on this list from what I've heard um, so for me, it's Resident Evil Village. For the critics, hmm, yeah, I think it could be either Deathloop or Psychonauts Two. From what I've kind of heard and read, mm -hmm. uh, what I think other people are going to vote for, I I actually think people are going to vote for Resident Evil. Based on how many people have like played it or watched stream, or I just think it's 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 more, uh, it's more like th that's the type of ga like blockbuster game that I think a lot of gamers are looking for, in comparison to some of the others here. The others here are a bit kind of niche, a, a bit, you know. You've got a platformer, um, like Deathloop. Yeah, it's a shooter, but it's up against so many other shooters. Mm -hmm. I just don't see that many people like. Yeah, but all the other it. shooters are broken, so I think it'll be fine. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, I can't see Ratchet and Clank. Well, I'd be surprised if Ratchet and Clank win this, actually. Um, but, yeah, I think critics-wise, it's probably going to be Deathloop or Psychonauts. Okay, so my personal pick is also Resident Evil Village. I would like to note, that's not just because it's, like, the only game of the six that I've, like, played to completion. Honestly... <laughs> If if someone was to ask me what's my favorite game this year, so that's even outside of this category, it's still Resident Evil Village. Resident yeah, Evil Village same. is my game of the year. It's a great uh, game, and I've played quite a few. So that's so I'm I'm glad it's actually in this category at all. To be honest, I'm really happy to see it there. I think most people are going to pick either Ratchet and Clank or Deathloop, and I think. That it's not between anything. I think Deathloop is going to win. Mm. I think the critics are going to pick Deathloop. Yeah, probably actually. Yeah. yeah. I, I and I think it's it comes down to. I think Psychonauts two and Ratchet and Clank might have also been in that consideration. Only that mm. it's like there's something familiar done really well that they're like, oh, it's great. This is great, and I expected greatness, and it's great. People weren't really sure what to expect of Deathloop. Yeah. And it seemed to have blown everyone away. It wasn't for me. I didn't pick it up. I'm not interested in it. But yeah, it got nine out of tens and ten out of tens across the board. And it's something new. Yeah. So I think it's the one that they're going to be talking about more. Yeah. The only thing is here, it's I I find Resident Evil out of all of these, um, had more of an impact, like even among streamers and cosplayers and 
it, it was talked about more i feel like when resident evil came out there was like it was a huge thing with the rest of these games not really like Ratchet and Clank a little with... bit because yeah it was the only kind of main exclusive at the time mm. yeah could we be in an echo chamber though where if you play Deathloop, you know that it's like, oh, everyone was talking about Deathloop. Deathloop was the best thing ever. Well, no, it's not that no, no we one didn't, was, was talking you know I mean? about it, but I, I, like the memes even with Resident Evil. I, yeah, I know. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like yeah. Lady Dimitrescu alone. It, yeah, yeah. It just, it just blew up, you know? It could be people's favorite. It could, it really could. Yeah. Um, But I don't but see I the critics a, picking it. I, I think this is like, some of these I'm I'm a little surprised to see. It's not that there's any other game necessarily. Well, maybe Forza, actually. I think Forza probably deserves a spot here. I didn't play much of Forza 5, but it's... Man, it's a... What I've played it's solid. is so good. I won't lie. I had a sneaky little... Pl- I had a sneaky play out of a lot of stuff because I was like, I just want to have a feel for like a lot of the things yeah. that are even on this list Um, when I had the opportunity to do so. And man, Forza is fucking gorgeous. But anyway, we'll we'll see. It's gonna come up in another yeah. category, isn't it? So yeah. um, it's hard anyway. for a sports game to get game of the year. Game right? of the year, yeah, yeah. yeah. P- particular kinds of games usually get game of the year. It's kind of like it's the same thing as like, and they usually are amazing games. But it's the same thing as like you can always see by a certain movie, you're like, oh yeah, that's gonna be in the Oscar conversation. Yeah, yeah. I nearly oh, yeah. know by it. It will, it will always have like a. One thing, one example I would use of when you know a film's coming to is the trailer for Green Book that was starring Marshall Ali and Viggo Mortensen. And not oh, only yes, was yeah. the film dealing with racism down in the South, it was also dealing with homophobia. And the way the whole trailer was set up was like, well, that's that's just, that's a film going to get the Oscar, isn't it? It's just but I've heard Os- Oscar. I've seen it. It's really good. Is it good? Because yeah, yeah, I actually yeah. really want to watch it because the two of them are excellent. Yeah, Viggo is, is quite funny in his absent-minded sort of way like not understanding what he's doing or saying is is bad or wrong or anything like that it's quite funny but yeah no excellent performance really good movie anyway okay let's go all right next category i really hope resi wins that though i I know i know i'd I'd like it as well i'm rooting first yeah i'm rooting for resi okay best game direction so this is awarded for <laughs> outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design. Again, we have Deathloop, It Takes Two, Returnal, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart. Is, is this going to be like when they were announcing Deathloop and it was at every single thing ever? There was trailers for Deathloop. Are we just going to have Deathloop in every single category? But that Best... should tell you something about what they think of Deathloop, though, as well. Yeah. Best yeah, sports game, Deathloop. Like, <laughs> really good ratings um yeah. i didn't he- hear that i i heard it takes two was buggy i i i didn't hear that many great things about that game so i heard very good things about it um i personally don't see it winning this no. i i think in it's between death loop and returnal based on its game direction okay yeah sure. i haven't seen enough on I actually haven't seen any of Psychotots 2, actually, so I'm not actually even sure how that really plays. No. I don't know. It takes two could win that. Maybe. In its way of, you know, it's it's so reliant on two people working together and the way they they experience the game is so different. 
to each other. I think two of my friends played it, and they were they were pretty much screaming at each other trying to get them to do each do things. I, I played the... it. I played it. Is it good? It's good. Yeah, it is good. <laughs> it is good. There's a there's, there's a category that will come up where I'm like it, it deserves to win it. Right. Okay. But I don't think this is the one. I don't think it deserves personally. And that's me saying, and I, I haven't played the other ones in this category. I played the starter Ratchet and Clank. Uh, I was very impressed by what I was playing. Mm. Um, from what I've heard, though, I have a feeling this will also go to Deathloop or to Psychonauts 2. Because I've heard that the creativity in terms of the maps and in terms of exploring like mental health, but in, in your physical environment and stuff like that, yeah. is supposed to be outstanding in Psychonauts 2. So... I think in terms of best game direction, like a director having a vision and then exploring that vision through the gameplay, I think it has a real strong chance. Yeah. And Deathloop also, it's all built around that concept. The gameplay and the story are intertwined. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you don't think which is why I think gets a, a shot. Uh, yeah, it could. It could. Um, I just think, like the critics themselves as well have to have played these games oh yeah absolutely have a say but i've just heard heard so many positives about returnal not only positives but some of the the players in in the in the voting here the jury uh even when returnal was out and you know around that time saying that that's their personal game of the year and yeah, I've heard that too. Not, it obviously didn't get game of the year, but this might be. A, I know it's not the right. Hopefully, they're looking at it like, okay, no, this is just for innovation and game direction. Um, which, from what I've seen with it, it's. I mean, it's it's got more pixels on screen, more assets on screen, but that's more to do with the the hardware than it is to do with the mm. game direction. Game direction. Um, so yeah, maybe Psychonauts two and Deadloop then. Yeah, I I know Returnal was Maximilian Dude's game of the year for sure. He fucking loved it. Mm. Um, yeah, I tell you what, every, give a wild guess as to what you think is going to win best game direction here. I I can't. I don't have a personal pick I here. Prob- well, mm, game direction design probably Psychonauts too. You think Psychonauts? I haven't too. seen Eric? enough of it, but I just I'm just thinking about Deathloop, and I'm like, you know, design yes, game direction. Uh... I don't know. I've not seen anything uh, that different with Deadloop. I, yeah. I didn't know that Psychonauts 2 was about delving into mental health and all that stuff within the physical realm. I didn't know much about it, but I mean, maybe. Sure. Uh, but I just thought with Returnal, kind of like Deathloop, the idea that you are you die and you kind of start again, but the map changes and the kind of the enemies change, and then <laughs> your experience of the story changes with that is a very interesting idea. It just, the gameplay didn't appeal to me. Mm-hmm. Like, the concept appealed to me, but the the, the, the gameplay didn't. Uh, but I'm going to give it to Returnal, because why not? Yeah, no, and I think it's 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 a really good guess, given that it's here and it wasn't in the other category, that it might have stood out in this particular category. Do you know? Yeah. Um, My guess is going to go to Psychonauts 2 mm. in this category. But was we'll, yeah, we'll see. Okay. Next category. Woo! Best narrative, <laughs> outstanding storytelling and narrative development in a game. Shocker! Okay, for fuck- oh my god! 
Yeah, Deathloop is in every category, <laughs> isn't it? For fuck's sake, like. Do you remember The Last of Us Part 2, which won Game of the Year last year, was also in nearly every category? That's true, yeah. It I think it tells us something. Life is Strange, True Colors, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, and Psychonauts 2. Okay. Are there any here that surprise you? To um... see. Um... Um, I suppose. Well, yeah, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, but then that's only because I've seen only those gameplay reveal trailer things, and I was like, "Well, this looks nah." But then I think you did tell me, Krista. Actually, story wise, it's supposed to be really, really. I'm good. pretty far into Guardians. I'm nearly finished it. Right, I can right. kind of tell yeah. by it. Um, none of the trailers did the game justice. The trailers for the game are awful. I like the that game. Later is better than the trailers <laughs> now um all the early parts of the game are kind of the stuff we saw in the gameplay reveals and gameplay trailers so you are like well it's exactly what i saw what the fuck right but it, it's actually guardians of the galaxy is like a final fantasy game that's what it's actually like and fighting like those fucking jelly things and everything in the beginning is like in an early final fantasy and you have to go fight a rat Okay. Right. Right. It's like your it's your stupid tutorial section. But right. later on you are fighting the big fuckers and you're fighting the serious dudes. Later on you're taking on Shinra or you're taking on your you know your big airbuster. So is this more so, traditional Square Enix as opposed to ADOS? It certainly feels more traditional um Square Enix. Um so far my experience with it has been very like Final Fantasy 15. And when I say that, and people are going, like, a lot of people have actually drawn comparisons with 7 Remake. I actually wish that the gameplay was more like 7 Remake. Right. Um, but I see what they're saying. I see what, they, but what I mean by it is that it's like the gameplay is fine, it's serviceable. It's not actually what I'm playing it for, though. There's something about the camaraderie, which if you're watching someone else play it, you're going to be like, this is lame or it's kind of annoying. But if you're playing it, you kind of get sucked in. And I actually really like the Guardians in this game in Ooh. a similar way as I really got attached to those kind of the bromance of the guys in 15. Um, so I'm not surprised it's here, actually. When I saw I this best narrative category, it actually makes me kind of want to jump into some of these other games that I just completely dismissed. Yeah, I get you. Because hmm. uh, the games, like I'm more drawn to good narratives games that's yeah that's what yeah. i'm into and so and uh, any of the games i played this year is based on because uh, i thought the story was good like resi 8 and stuff like that so i'm, kind I'm of surprised, surprised that's not there yeah i'm surprised village isn't here i think village has like it has plot holes but i think it has overall a very good narrative experience yeah hmm. definitely i'm really like in it to be honest it's one of the better told resident evil stories yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i'm really surprised it's not here i think it absolutely deserves like in saying that, like what I just said about Guardians of the Galaxy, I still prefer the Resident Evil Village experience. I yeah, I would have put it here. But anyway, um, Eric, what what do you think on this category from either what you've heard or whatever? Is there any? Oh, I, I haven't played, you, played you, any you of haven't them. Played any of them? No, no. <laughs> so, uh, what have I played? Are you this surprised year? then as well? Like, I mean, you're really big into narrative-driven games. Like, would does this make you interested in playing any of these? Yeah, well, the fact that, like like what Chris said, and like what we've seen, the Guardians of the Galaxy game looked like shite. Yeah. It did. It, what they real, And then the fact that Chris, Chris is sitting... 
There you go again for Game Pass. Probably not. Uh, no, that's not on Game Pass, Chris, but I, I think Psychonauts 2 is. It, it uh, is. Yeah, it actually is. Yeah. Uh, that would be worth jumping inside. Okay, I'll give that a go. But yeah, and then and then I've never played Life is Strange. Uh, like, so the Guardians of the Galaxy, Chris has said it's very good, so I wouldn't mind getting into that, I suppose. Life is Strange, I've never played them, and you both have said that they're they're very good narrative games. So I suppose I wouldn't mind playing a bit of True Colors. Deathloop, I've seen so much of it. And here it back is again. The same fucking be in my face for every single category. Yeah, I'm really intrigued as to how this is a like I from what we've seen from the trailers, this didn't seem like a narrative game. No, not really. Uh when that's on PlayStation Plus, I'll give that a go. Really? Considering uh, the I mean I, yeah, it's, I think I've, it's on I've sale seen, at I've, the moment, so yeah, but I've seen it so much. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it so much. Like, now to be fair though, oh. like this is high praise though. It you is. see it in every is. category, nearly. Yes, yes, that's true. Like, it must be um, good. It must be good. Hmm. Did you like the Dishonored games? I never pl- I only really played the demos. Oh, sorry. I thought you'd played them. Because I know I've All heard right. other people say as well that they feel that this is like Arcane. Is it Arcane Studios? Yeah. Is that what it's called? Oh, yeah, yeah that's this what is like, this one. This is like their swan song, or not their swan song, but this is like the, the Black Album. They've right. finally, like, kind of cracked the right. formula. You know what I mean? And found the one that's mainstream. So what do you think so. is... Because I can't say here. The only one I've played is... I've played a little bit of Life is Strange. And I haven't touched the rest. Um, Life is Strange from where I am at the moment. I can't say it's a brilliant narrative. It's fine. I haven't gotten into it enough. Normally Life is Strange is a bit of a drag before it gets really good. Hmm. Um, So I don't think it's going to be that. Okay. I, but I just don't know what it could be. <laughs> Out of the ones that are here, um, I would pick Life is Strange. Okay. Have and I think it? the I've cleared it. Okay. I have a review on it. Check it out. Is it good? Uh, it's a non-spoiler <laughs> review, and I think the critics will also pick Life is Strange. Oh fuck me! All right, okay. I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna <laughs> sit down and get through that game. Out, out of what kills here. me about it though that's what i think but again that, and that's it like i haven't i've played most of it takes two i've yeah. played all of life is strange and i'm nearly finished marvel's guardians of the galaxy i haven't played psychonauts 2 or deathloop so it could be yeah i could be way off other people could be like you're crazy it's like i, I or whatever. sat down to play some life strange uh just before the weekend during the week yeah and you know what just kills me about that game what's that the loading yeah yeah why yeah, the yeah. fuck <laughs> like it, there's no real reason i'm playing on ps5 because it's not a huge there's game no reason that this no there's no reason straight into it wow yeah if and it was in the category just... for best loading i wouldn't vote for it no absolutely not uh, that's that's <laughs> actually one thing uh going a little off topic um when talking about loading my god the anniversary edition of skyrim oh so good with its loading why <laughs> why is that not here yeah why is that yeah, not there yeah, best narrative <laughs> skyrim game of the year every year remember oh, that's yeah, yeah yeah was that uh, that no, that, no, that was the uh, Last of Us. Oh, yeah. Last of Us yeah. was game of the year for 100 yeah, years. For 200 years. <laughs> 200 uh, years. Well, given Adam that uh, you, uh, like you, you don't think it would be Life is Strange, just based on what you played so far. What From what you've far. heard, though, like what do you think might win it here? I, I'm actually thinking maybe Deathloop. Um, purely big. Yeah, purely again. based on a category coming up, which is the the performances one. The fact yeah, that I get what you're the saying. fact that there's, you know, it's in there for it. It's like okay, there there must be more to this. Maybe it's like 
Bioshock level style narrative, you know, where it's not really a lot of cutscenes, just more. But it's told while you're playing. And yeah. yeah, so I think maybe, maybe it's going to go to that. Okay, and Eric, from anything you've heard, what uh, do you think I, might win I this was, I didn't really hear much about a lot of these, other than Deathloop was was very good, but I was actually going to go for Life is Strange based on, from what I could gather from what I saw, it was going to deal with some good topics of coming of age and acceptance, which is a big thing in the last two, three Year, like obviously it's yeah, it's it was a, never it's, important before. It's always, <laughs> yeah. it, it was obviously 2019 acceptance was in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but because it deals with it again, like it's not going to shy away from it. Because even though that sort of stuff has been around for many years, what I mean by the last three to five years is that that's when pop culture, that's when entertainment, that's when music and, and movies and TV shows and, and video games have really started to put that at the forefront of their narrative storytelling and character designs. Hmm. Um, so I, I would think that, as I would feel that a lot more people would be able to get behind the main character or any of the characters. They'd probably yep. be able to, you know, you'd probably be able to relate to those type of people and not someone who dies over and over again having to assassinate people in one day. Yeah, yeah. Cool. You okay. haven't played First Life is Strange then. <laughs> yeah, yeah that is true <laughs> that's what that's about let us know guys let us know as we're going along what do you think is going to win best narrative out of those games um this is what i was okay. saying when we when we started it's like it's like this makes us sound like we've never touched a game before i've actually played a lot of games this year yeah probably yeah i've touched briefly <laughs> one of these games like that's yeah i can't believe that <laughs> to be fair you've had a you've had a busy year uh, and have, a lot but... of your free time has had to go into planning something else, which is more important than any of these games. Yeah, um, no, I, I, I know that, you know, but so. it's just that, like, I still have played a lot of games. Like, it, it you know, I've played Resi 8, Metroid Dread, Halo, Infinite, uh, Forza 5, you know, like, and, and obviously none of these are here. Sea of Thieves, I've played a lot of that as well. Yeah, um, I suppose they're not going to be in best narrative, though. Well... I but there Rezi is a category that's going to come up that I, f- yeah, no, I agree there. Rezi I do think Resi should be here. Um, anyway, let's let's see what's the next what's the next category. Well, let's see, let's see. Best let's art see. direction. Hey, fucking hell, like what? <laughs> For outstanding creative and or technical achievement in artistic design and animation, the Artful Escape, Death Loop. <laughs> Take a shot every time you, you see Death Loop. Tina, Bridge of Spirits. Mm-hmm. Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Okay, the, the annoying thing about this category <laughs> with its best art direction is that it starts to go into this cre- technical achievement. Well, technical achievement, artistic design, and okay, okay. Go on, Eric, um, give your thoughts. Give your, for your five cents on this one. Um, well, there's only fucking one of them I've played and cleared. Um, no, but you've seen some of them. You know what I mean? Like best well, art direction. Actually, I, I'm actually going... one of the few that you can just almost judge. Yeah, yeah. What you've seen, you can really uh, guess from what you've seen. Really, I you? actually haven't heard of an artful escape. I don't think so. Uh, I have. I got a Chris story for you. Cleared it, haven't you? I cleared the artful escape. <laughs> Any good? What's it like? Man, it's the it's the wackiest game I've ever experienced. It's a platformer, right? Yeah. Yeah. The only game I can compare it to, even though it's also nothing alike, and so when I say this, people might be like, what? 
But the only thing I can compare it to is Journey. Okay. Um, okay. And after that, it's like a musical Alice in Wonderland. Okay. <laughs> in that, there's just, it's, I think, I don't know. All, all I could say is the guys who made it must have been on drugs. Is it worth playing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's nuts. Like, it's like four hours. It takes about four hours to play through. Okay. All right. Okay. It's just, it's, it's, you, you know what? You don't play it. You, ex- <laughs> you experience the Artful Escape. Okay. You don't play the Artful Escape. The Artful Escape is not a game. No, there's more game than Doki Doki Literature Club. But, <laughs> but it's not. That, that game should be here. <laughs> it is just, it is wacky and even the dialogue that's in it no i, I like i don't know who, i can't remember who made oh it's written there actually beethoven and what's dinosaur. that beethoven? and dinosaur annapura Purna. Annapurna. are they the guys oh, made a hundred percent on drugs and they made it <laughs> <laughs> that's all i can say but if you like bluesy guitar solos as you slide through crazy space environments and highlight the cosmic entities around you <laughs> You'll fucking love it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, okay. I, you, you sold it on to me. You, you sold it to me when you said it was only four hours. <laughs> I appreciate I have time games. For that. Oh, yeah, I appreciate games that I can just like, you know, get through. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I, I'm I'm getting like that as well myself. Yeah. Life is busy. Life is busy. Life is strange. Okay. Well, okay. Eric. Anyway, which what do you think is going to win here? What would you pick? I know what you. I pick. I, I you know what I think. Uh, I'd, I'd obviously pick Kena, Bridge of Spirits. Uh, fair play to them. Did a really good job for first time doing it. The animations are quite quite good. The the technical, pra- practical effects are really nice. Not what they're going to go for. Well, maybe. They might, because it is first time a company making a game. And to, to really capture that sort of Pixar, Disney joyfulness juxta dishing out the big word again juxtaposed against the um kind of horrible kind of rotted corruption of, of it as well um mm-hmm. and uh, as, as as we said before the voice acting and story like best narrative like it, i think we did say before narratives but yeah at uh, times but yeah probably still won't give it to it but i'm gonna give it to it but so what do you think they will give it to? The credits are going to give it to. Ah, they're probably going to give it a fucking death loop or some shit to say that over and over again. Some loop. <laughs> uh, sure. No, actually, probably wouldn't give it to that because of artistic design and animation. Probably wouldn't get that. Maybe an Artful Escape or Psychonauts 2. Psychonauts 2. That's what I'm going for. Psychonauts 2, yeah. Okay. Uh, Adam, thoughts? I'm going to give it to Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, and I think the critics are also going to give it to Ratchet and Clank. I actually think this is a difficult category. I think it's one of the only ones where I don't see Deathloop winning it, but the other four, I think, each have a very strong case to win based on having a very, very artistic style at the forefront of their... If you were impressed by the animation, Kina, you would be blown away by Ratchet & Clank. I played the sad Ratchet & Clank. I was blown away by it. Ratchet & Clank is... straight up an animation. Fucking stunning. You're playing an animated movie. And there's like, there's no faults at all like with Keena, with, i can with, actually like yeah. the the level design is quite flat yeah 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 ratchet and clank is like playing an animated like cgi movie with haptic feedback and huge uncharted set pieces yeah it's actually incredible yeah it, you know it's just that the childish dialogue unfortunately is a little bit uh, ah yeah, the gameplay you know um 
However, I would give it to Kana. And I think the critics will too. Wow. Unless the critics get into some, like, unless they're like the critics who, like, would pick The Lighthouse as the best movie of the year or something, then they're going to go for the art. <laughs> then they're going to go for the art of escape. You know, if you're like a real, mm, oh, the art of making a game, you know what I mean? Okay. They're going to go for the artful escape. You think so? But I don't think they will because I think that's a little niche. That's actually, it's very niche. That's so niche. Well, I suppose that's so is... niche that I don't know what category it's in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, but is, well is it's it in art a, direction but is category. It outstanding creative achievement. The artful escape. As opposed to just being like really artistic and interesting, is it yeah. an outstanding creative achievement? I don't know. <laughs> like, it's I, the honest I say, answer like, i don't Kino, know I, I i would say yes um, yeah I, that's why i think i would I give it the... i think the critics will choose kana i do i was just saying that if they're of a mind of like right but this one made me think differently about the world I, I i'm sure it'll get some votes <laughs> but there's so many that are so many in the yeah. jury yeah. Uh, yeah i think it's gonna be ratchet, ratchet and clank i think that's gonna be it okay. all right so for us it's between ratchet and kana so yeah. let us know guys let us know Best score and music for outstanding now, music, inclusive of score, original song, or mm. licensed soundtrack. That's kind of fucking shit, isn't it? Yes. Anyway, go on. The Artful Escape. Mm. Cyberpunk 2077. I'm shocked. <laughs> Death, Death Loop. I am not shocked. Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy and Near Replicant version 1. Two two four seven four four eight seven one three nine. Sorry, actually that was a mistake. Version point one point two two four seven four four eight seven one three nine. I repeat. God, because I didn't know what game you were talking about. <laughs> um, what kind of fucking title is that? I think that's them taking the piss out of how many different versions yeah, of Kingdom likely. Hearts there were probably <laughs> i actually do think that that is like a, a an in joke about anime games or that kind of sure or, or japanese rpgs um is anyone else shocked to see cyberpunk nominated for anything i uh, know i mean it's really well it's the score and music so i mean i, I no, the music was fine yeah, that's, that's yeah fine. the music never bugged yeah, that's <laughs> I, I, I guess that bit yeah. worked. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, no, I don't no, think you fairness... can. I don't think you can like just leave like criticize it completely if if at least one part of it was good, uh, and it was that particular category. And was it outstanding, Eric? You played Cyberpunk. You actually really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed. Oh yeah, when that when that music kicked in during the combat, I was like, "Fucking yeah, man! I'm like fucking John Wick right now, shooting up these bitches." Um, okay. And then, I mean, they 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 do make some original music for it, original songs for mm. it that that makes people tear up somehow. I don't know why, but it does. Um, maybe they all have a degree in understanding music. Well, I don't. Uh, but yeah, no, the music is music is pretty good. Now. And I, would you choose it then? <laughs> I don't. For me, now, come on. Where's Resident Evil Eight like? Just on that fucking Hans Zimmer drums at the very end when you're Chris going down to the village. I know, I love that piece of music. <laughs> yeah, it's great. One of my favorite bits of game in this year, but it's not here. Neither is Kana, Eric. Son of a bitch. <laughs> what the fuck is that? One of our favorite things about that game. Yeah. In terms fucking of, arseholes. Does the Artful Escape is, well, you mentioned the blues stuff, like, so. 
the artful escape is is all about music right okay so it's good but as you go through the map you play guitar solos like the whole way through the game okay um and at some points the music is classical sometimes there's disco sometimes there's jazz sometimes there's blues um folk there's folk music in it uh it has a really strong chance that the critics have winning for this particular category i don't yeah, agree that's with the licensed soundtrack as being a uh, part of this no because i actually think majority of people who vote on this yeah i know that their vote is in the end quite a small vote but just in terms of like what what way people vote i think most people are going to choose marvel's guardian to the galaxy because of the music yeah in a similar way to like if gta vice city was on a list like this that you pick right. it because you're like oh the songs on the radio though are unreal because you just love those songs you know like you've got the 80s classic hits yeah in that game hmm. the actual score itself some people say it's good i don't think it's that good actually okay. like the 80s hits are great but i don't think it's fair if i'm being honest do you think I I just I know, I, really. I think I think um because near replicant is those games are renowned for their beautiful soundtrack. All right, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, no, no, people love love those games for the soundtrack. It's supposed to have really, it's supposed to have really gorgeous music in it. And okay. So yeah, probably be, would probably be between near replicant and. Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy for the people. Uh, I don't know what the critics choose. The critics might choose an Artful Escape or Near Replicant. Cyberpunk is not going to get chosen by anyone because like your reaction, Chris, everyone's sure. going to look at that and go, but that was a broken game. Ah, I don't yeah. remember hearing music because I was too distracted by glitches. Yeah. Music I, I don't take the general population will pick that. The critics no. might. Ah. I don't know. Jeff Keighley might be like, ah, pick that, will you? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I think maybe, like, just from what you said, Artful Escape has a good, good shot. Good chance. Yeah, I think it does yeah. with the critics. Yeah, I do. Yeah. From just, like, a critic standpoint. Like, a real, yeah. like, critical, like, this is what the game is about. Yeah. Um, I personally would have picked Kana. I know it's not here, but that's my personal pick for best score this year. But it's not here. Yeah. So I don't have a favorite, because I just... I wasn't really wowed by anything. Um, Dread, Metroid Dread's not too bad actually, but it's more not that the score is good, but the music does a really good job of like building up tension. Like in that yeah, game, yeah. you know the the way the robots chase you. Yeah, yeah. Fucking yeah. hell, and my heart races when that music comes on. Cause oh, that's you, cool. You can't see them, you don't know, and they're just searching for you. But when they find you, you have to just leg it. Because they'll kill you one hit. The thing about this Ooh. year, with both like this category and a lot of the categories that are coming up, unlike last year, yeah, it's kind of not so obvious, is it? And like all like all bets are off. Like it, it's it's more of a gamble to pick one because you're really not 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 only because maybe you haven't played one, but you're like so like there was no doubt in our minds last year. Final Fantasy VII remake in this category, yeah was the winner yeah. or best game of the year just based on how well it gone down like there was no doubt in our minds last of us part two was gonna win yeah do you know what i mean um so it's just this year it's like yeah there's plenty of games here that are good but what is the outstanding one in each category it's like it's actually hard like it's re it's more subjective 
in a way this year than it is than it was last year. Yeah, it was nearly more objective last year in terms of no, these were the best in their respective categories. So, but yeah, so that's interesting. Like we everyone could be surprised. On the all day I'm the just getting awards. from this is I have a lot of catching up to. Do. Fuck yeah, you do. Yeah. All right. All right. What's the next category? Best audio design. Now we're talking. Now oh, we're talking. Oh, Recognizing oh. the best in-game audio and sound design. Take a Death shot. Loop. <laughs> <laughs> Forza Horizon 5, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, Resident Evil Village, and Returnal. This is tricky. These, um, now I haven't played Deathloop, but, and I've, I've seen streams of Returnal, mm-hmm. but the sound design across these are phenomenal. I'd say across really the board, good. this is probably one of the more difficult categories to choose yeah. in. Like, the sound design of Forza, really, really great. It, it, like, you just, you know, you can feel it, like, the environment around you really really good ratchet and clank the noise if you're just walking on things along mm-hmm. with haptics amazing resident evil village tense as fuck um the, the like the audio design in resident evil village is terrifying hmm. but really well really good uh, yeah and i i remember saying though do you remember like i was like if anyone has the chance to play this even if you don't want to play the whole thing this way mm-hmm. you gotta try it with headphones the, the, yeah with 3d audio you gotta just a bit when at the beginning going through the forest and you're hearing all Fucking the yeah, twigs breaking oh, so tense really, really terrifying good. um returnal is based on that like the you know things are flying everywhere so you have to kind of figure out the direction in which things are coming from you know like you have to use your audio as well as your vision to try and you know avoid projectiles mm-hmm. um i don't know much on Deathloop side of things so i haven't really watched it but yeah, this it's is obviously it's obviously good at everything. <laughs> it seems to be. It seems to be. Uh, That's why it's game, game of the year, lads. It's definitely game. winning game of the year. It's yeah. in every fucking category, like. Yeah. Um, I I would give it to Resident Evil Village just because um it's the only one like with the other games that I just mentioned, the sound design is really good. But it's it's like if you pay attention. You know, mm-hmm. like if I go, if you, you're looking if, for, if you, yeah, you're going to go. Oh, that sounds really good. With Resi Village, the sound is part of the experience. You know, it sets yeah. the stage. Yeah. So I'd, I'd give it to Village. Eric, I mean, it's the only one I've really played, so I'd have to give it to the Village. Yep. Because I... even even the absence of sound is part of in-game audio and sound design. You know what I mean? Which can add to the eeriness of the game. So good point uh i would give it to village and for me personally i think the critics will too i think they'd be mad not to even though the other ones are great um unless the guns sound brilliant in death loop yeah but the guns sounded really good in village too you know and so did the creatures and so did the everything the environment did village was the other game where the audio blew me away after the last of us part two yeah. Like it was like that where I was like the audio really stands out. The sound of the creatures, like everything. Yeah. It's just outstanding audio. Um it, it deserves it, I think. So yeah. Yep. yep. Should go to village and if it does basically a village is in every category. That's the yeah, one. Yeah, that's what we're getting. That should be there instead of the death loop. Which Best is interesting for this one. Mm-hmm. Awarded to an individual for voice over acting, motion, and or performance capture. 
Arike, it was Erica Mori as Alex Chen, so that's Life is Strange. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito as Anton Castillo from Far Cry 6. Jason Kelly as Colt Vaughn, Deathloop. Maggie Robertson as Lady Dimitrescu, Resident Evil <laughs> Village. And Oziyama Akaga as Juliana Blake, Deathloop. I probably butchered that name, but uh, that's two from Deathloop then. Which is interesting because last why year the only other game to have two was The Last of Us Part Two. Yeah, and um, one of them won. Mm. I have yeah. to say, from what I've seen from Deathloop, I think that was one of the things that we probably brought up was that the voices sounded really good. The performances yeah. sounded yeah. good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and obviously they are considering they're here. Um, mm-hmm. I think uh, um. Erica Mori as Alex Chen is just I fell in love with that character like the moment that game opened. I think she's really really good. I Gene Carlo I can't see him doing a bad performance. No, he's great in everything. But I think it has to go to Maggie. <laughs> it has to go to Maggie Robertson <laughs> because oh, yeah, she is this for you personally or is this the critics or what? What do you think? I think both. Yeah, me and and the critics, I, like she. Imagine what what that car- like. I mean, the character is a good design, and and like, but I think she really brought that character to a whole another level. She mm. made that character mm. bigger than she was supposed to be, not physically. She was already but, pretty fucking yeah. big. <laughs> In the context yeah, of like, well, the marketing, she did, but yeah. so did, the rest of the world. <laughs> By having a very weird, they took her like weird reaction to that character by storm. Like you know, it was yeah, it was weird. Yeah, um, very weird. It's very weird. The the way the cosplayers kind of treat her as well (laughs) is very weird. It's just like yeah, I've I've just seen so much of it in terms of even her um doing the cons and the you know interviews and stuff like that. She she really did just completely bring that character like she's nothing like that character <laughs> no, no no she's not of course not no god, thank god <laughs> well i would hope gene carlo is nothing like anton costello <laughs> yeah no, but you know you know when you even if you they didn't make that model look like him you would, right you would know it's him right yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. she yeah. sounds nothing like lady dimitrisk nothing like her because Lady Dimitrescu has a British accent, right? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. And no, they all, they all, they all have a, like American accents for some reason. She has like a very posh American accent, uh, doesn't she? American. I don't know. She has an accent. She they has have, an they, accent. they, yeah. They have, they have the accents they're not supposed to have in that game. That was actually one of my That's faults true, yeah. with Resident Evil. So technically, you don't think only... she did a good performance, Eric? <laughs> Well, technically, I think none of the, the villains did one because in all the Resident Evil games, they always had the villains always had the accent of their region because that's where they were from. And it's the first one where they don't do that. The first one where they give all of them American accents for no hmm. reason at all. Okay. Very weird. Um, so but in what's your saying that, her performance is, is very good. Uh, I, I would reckon, like you said, Chris, but last year when they put Ashley Johnson and Laura Bailey in there two fantastic people to be honest um met them personally they're awesome uh me and ash we go way back uh <laughs> <laughs> uh i would say it's probably going to go to either jason kelly or ozioma akaga um 
I don't know who I would choose. I I'd probably have to choose Maggie Robson as the only one I've fucking ever seen like uh, right, performance. Right, right, right. But I think the critics will choose one of those two. Yeah, they it's thrown me off seeing the two of them. But honestly, my breakdown goes like this: I think the people will choose Maggie Robertson mm-hmm. out of pure just. Some of it is, and yeah, she did a great job, but some of it is just the meme built around her. Like, <laughs> it's just, it just turned into its own thing. Um, I would pick Erica Mori. I think she deserves it. Okay. I think the critics might pick Giancarlo Esposito. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I and, and, and I don't know if it would be the right choice, but I, it could be based on just who he is. Um, wow. I'm surprised. So, uh, Eric is because I, like I said, I just think she. Like, oh, she's excellent. Does she get better then as the game goes she on? She is or, excellent yeah, in the yeah, game because she, like, Alex, she's is such a cool character. I prefer her to say, um, is it Chloe from yeah, yeah. The first Life is Strange? Like I prefer, Eric, I prefer Alex Chen. Um, no, she's really she's great all throughout. Her performance is excellent, and like the, actually the facial animations in that game aren't they even given its art set they're great really good for something that's so simple yeah yeah no they're really really strong uh which is great given that it's a game all about emotions it's actually yeah. very impressive uh, but i would pick her i am surprised given some of the categories where cyberpunk is selected here eric and maybe you might feel this way i've heard other people say this too that keanu reeves hasn't been considered because people said that his performance as johnny silverhand is one of the, the standout uh, things about that game chris I put Keanu Reeves into every category, even if it never <laughs> even involved him. No, <laughs> but Keanu Reeves, yeah, totally. But does that like what? Like, are you surprised given that Cyberpunk could have been a nomination here? Like, is Keanu Reeves good enough to be here, or beyond um... the meme of Keanu Reeves? Like, I mean, like as Johnny Silverhand, like was he excellent, or? Uh, yes, he was very. No, he was the best thing about the game. He was honestly okay. his his pure nihilism in the game is hilarious and also kind of creepy at times and right. there, there there was kind of like difficult decisions but then also Keanu is being Keanu he's not exactly the best actor in the world so his performance is good but also I'm sure if you had is a it got... more that he's written well as opposed to performed well yeah yeah right, it, okay. it, you know, it's, it's much like you know Neo is written well or, or his you know, his concept fuck you he's amazing as neo <laughs> um, he's really good at john wick so he's yeah, yeah he's very good at john, john wick but like there are other actors that are better than him he's just such an outstandingly awesome guy um yeah, so i'm not really that and because it's 2020 and that didn't come out 2021 I kind of forgot that that game was even going to be in this. Yeah, because it's the end year, you see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. same so as like, for... like Halo Infinite will be in next year's conversation because yeah. of when it comes out this year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, because I forgot that uh, that would be involved in this, I think I forgot it. I think probably a lot of these people forgot. I think that's why it's only in like best sound because they're like, oh yeah. No, no, it comes up again. Oh, does and... it? Yeah, you wait and see. <laughs> best okay. frame uh, rate. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, no, again, yeah, I would love for Keanu Reeves to be there. I would choose him straight away. But uh, no, I'm not that surprised he's not there. Okay, okay. I'm really interested right. to see who wins. Yeah, who wins this? And I, it's not like I don't, I don't think who, if any of these win it, I don't think the others are getting snubbed because I think no, I think anyone can take that's, it. That's the thing. 
These are yeah. pretty solid. Yeah, pretty solid. I think anyone could take How it. come Ethan Winters isn't here? <laughs> that's okay, no, uh, honestly, if he was there, yeah, I, I would be like, nah, that's fucking bullshit. <laughs> Games for Impact. Uh, for a top-provoking game with a pro-social mini or message. Before oh, your eyes. Okay. Boyfriend Dungeon. Chicory, A Colorful Tale. Life is Strange, True Colors, and No Longer Home. I okay. love this category. <laughs> and what I what I find kind of annoying here is that I only know one of these games. Hmm. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Chicory kind of sounds like a disease. It kind of does. It could be. It looks yeah, you kind of interesting, some, you, though. You got some chicory. Yeah. It's the reason cool I like this category is because you learn about games that you never heard of. And, well, that's what and you find out it. that they're cool, though. Yeah, but you go and play them afterwards, right? Yeah, but it's just it's just so... Because like, these games like Journey and like... Um, mm. Like the Artful Escape and yeah. stuff. Like the, they, they tend to be really fucking good games. Like really good games. Mm. Um, and Celeste <laughs> and things like that. You just, yeah, they just don't. They're, I've, I haven't heard any of these, and this is probably the fault of like not them not being pushed on the stores. And, um, you know, obviously they probably don't have the budget for good marketing and all that. But I, I just think when you hear like PlayStation loves indies or Xbox mm. love ID and all this kind of stuff, it's like, well, where, where are these games? <laughs> like, if I've heard correctly, or maybe they're all Steam based before your eyes, yeah, you play on, on your computer, and if I've heard correctly. It moves forward by you blinking. Oh my god! Oh, so it's an accessibility game. It works off your like uh, your eyes, uh, if I've heard correctly. Right. I I think I remember Alana Pierce talking about it, and she was like fucking blown away by it. That's oh. fucking cool. Oh, that's nice. However, and I don't know enough about all of these. Um, uh, I would have to pick Life is Strange as the only one I've played. But yeah. I also do think, given how it um deals with certain topics including dementia and looking at what it's like from someone's perspective with dementia and also amazing and also looking at the foster care system yeah which is something that it explores really well and it's actually a very serious topic and not a lot of things talk about it i think that of all these like they could all now i don't know enough about the rest and they all look very artistic but i think life is strange is the one that's going to kind of open people's eyes more to issues that are happening around them. Hmm. So I think critics will pick it. Yeah, I was going to say that one too. Yeah, I'm, I've definitely got to explore these a bit. And um, mm. I probably won't get a chance to play them, but I would like to know more about them. Mm-hmm. Boy, boyfriend Dungeon kind of sounds like... Um, what you thought might... Doki Doki was going to be. <laughs> well, no, yeah. I was going to say that, yes, yeah, someone was, someone's going to go and they go, oh, Boyfriend Dungeon. And then it's going to be more like Doki Doki. And you're like, oh, <laughs> this is not what I wanted. <laughs> it could be. Who knows? That no yeah. longer home it's... art style looks like uh, Goose Game, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, it does, it actually. Does, yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. Cool. All they right. all look cool. They all look cool. Best ongoing games. You let me know if you just want to skip on. Well, the only thing I want to say on this one is, right? right. Uh, I personally think it's going to be Final Fantasy XIV online. I haven't played anything, but just I know that the. I also think that. I think that's going to win because of the Endwalker expansion. Yeah. Uh, right. Huge buzz around that. Um, but I am shocked that Sea of Thieves isn't here. Yeah, actually. So that's all. That's really all I have to say on this category. Yeah. So just for the people who aren't uh, are not seeing this and are listening, the 
in best ongoing for awarded to a game for outstanding development of ongoing content that involves player experience over time. We have Apex Legends, Final Fantasy 14 Online, Fortnite, Genshin Impact, and Call of Duty Warzone, which I actually did not realize Genshin Impact was a an online game that's ongoing. Yeah, I, I played a little bit of it, and it's like it's pr- pretty cool, actually. Okay. I think it's between that and Final Fantasy 14, but I think Final Fantasy 14 is going to take it this year. Huh. I would have kind of still thought Fortnite because it's still going. I think Fortnite's I think had a weak are, year yeah, this year. People are getting sick of Fortnite. I think they're coming down only off now. Of... <laughs> I know, yeah, yeah. I was thinking about when it first came out, but yeah, no, I think people are coming. I don't, I don't think it's having a very good year this year. Okay, so well, I heard Call of Duty. No, never mind. Well, the only thing I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I actually, yeah, Sea of Thieves does deserve a spot here. Yeah, I'm surprised. Like that huge expansion with the Pirates of the Caribbean stuff. Looked amazing, cool, so I'm yeah, really yeah. shocked it's not here. I haven't gotten into the latest season now. Um, it's been updated again, but I, mm. I've noticed that the like the updates in terms of fixing screen tear issues and stuff on the series consoles has been yeah. resolved. So I'm looking forward to jumping back in. That's not what you think, guys. You see if these be there. Best indie for outstanding creative and technical achievement in a game made outside traditional publisher system. We've got 12 minutes. Death's Door, Inscription, Gina, Bridge of Spirits, and Loop Hero. I can already say this actually comes down to three games. Two of them, get out of here. Okay. Right? Right. There is ridiculous, like, absolute game of the year buzz. Death's Door. Around Death's Door. Yeah. And Inscription. Inscription. But for general players, I think more of them have played Kena. Right. So the three of them, I think, are in the discussion. 12, 12 minutes. minutes. And get the fuck I, out of here. <laughs> it's boring as shit. It's crap. It's crap. I tried playing it. I gave up so quick, man. That game is fucking boring. Yeah. That's I'm sorry. Pity. That's, that's not really fun. a pity considering the, the, the actors they got for it. The voice sounds great, well, but that's, it's such, it's such that a to boring, me is simple the, concept, though. It's like, firstly, they don't add anything to the game. Okay. They could have gotten anyone to voice them. Yeah, they could have. The fact that they have them just, to me, is like a almost let's mask the issues with the game. Well, you see, I thought because they had them that it was going to be a more dramatic narrative experience, which is why I tried putting it on at all. Oh, man, it plays. It's it's, it's fuck. It's crap. Yeah. It's actually crap. And Loop Hero, I've heard nothing about. But the other three, I've only, well, I've played Kena and I've only. I've heard Inscription. Heard I think Inscription is going to get this because I've heard yeah. some fucking crazy shit about that. Yeah, yeah. I think Inscription is going to win it, but I would pick Kena, obviously. I, I loved it. I would pick Kena, and I would think based on... I would think Kena would get it as well. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I want to see more of that story in Inscription, but from what I've heard, I think Inscription's going to win this. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Best mobile game. Hell yeah. We know we love our mobiles. The nominees here are Fantasian, Genshin Impact, League of Legends, Wild Rift, Marvel Future Revolution, and Pokemon Unite. I've played none of them. I know no. very little about any of them. All I can say here is I hope Fantasian gets it because I really liked the concept behind the way they the are making maps so for that game. Yeah. yeah. So I kind of hope it gets it just based on it being a bit of a standout from the other ones and doing something a little different. Yeah. Although given that Genshin Impact is up for 
you know, ongoing, yeah, uh, it, it it'll probably win. Maybe I actually think Fantasian has a good. I I think yeah, I think that will win. All right. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. You man. Best community support. I got I got nothing on this one. I got nothing. Um, fucking. Destiny. Uh, no. No, probably, uh, maybe Final Fantasy Online again. Possibly. Yeah, possibly. Or No Man's Sky actually. I think well, no one's guy. No one's. Yeah, well, that's yeah, because it got a good turnaround last year, didn't it? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. They had All that. Right. They had that Mass Effect update this there's year. There's a. There's a. There's a category that comes up later that's hilarious. But anyway. Okay. We'll keep it going through it because these are things. Let's that... keep going. Innovation and accessibility. A... Okay. Yeah. Innovation. You like. What? You like this category, right? Yeah. Well, I, I, yeah. I think it's an important one anyway. So Presented right. by Chevrolet. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Recognizing software and or hardware that is pushing the medium forward by adding features, technology, and content to help games be played and enjoyed by an even wider audience. Far Cry 6, Forza Horizon 5, Guardians of the Galaxy, Ratchet and & Clank, and The Veil. I haven't seen anything on The Veil, have you? No, but I like no. the, uh, the cover of it. Yeah, it looks cool. Yeah. I think this will go to Forza. I also think this will go to Forza. I can't say what I, I would pick. Trust your opinion and say it will go to Forza. <laughs> well, it's got like uh, Howland was telling us, wasn't it, on our yeah. um, Xbox episode? Yeah. How it's got these sliders basically for you to be like, you know, all like the most noob of drivers who just mm. pretty much just has to press go and it will steer for you and things like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. To like all the way up to like an expert so that if you want to be changing your own gears and all this kind of stuff. So it's, it's got like all these, it's the most, you know, it's a kind of a sim racer, but it's really accessible to, to people who are just, I really enjoyed the game as someone who's not into racing games. It's, it's good. Even which I know maybe isn't accessibility, but I I think it kind of comes under it in terms of when it talks about, you know, being enjoyed by an even wider audience, the fact that during races, they implemented like a social media platform in terms of conversing with the other drivers and stuff yeah. and then setting up your own separate games and making mini games within the game. And it's really arcadey to play as well. Um, it's just there's more of an entry level uh, for a racing game, I think, for other kind of yeah, non-racing game players that, like in terms yeah there's access being in that sense it's like have you have you ever played a game before um yeah you know out of all the games if i was to like if if there was an older person who was just like wanting to sit down and play something that's the game you draw on because there's just too much to learn with the other ones whereas mm-hmm. racing is just hold the trigger and steer yeah and enjoy the environment around you yeah so yeah, I'm gonna give it to that one. So thank you, Chevrolet, for presenting that to us. <laughs> and now for a sponsor. <laughs> best AR or VR game for the best game experience playable in virtual or augmented reality, irrespective of the platform. Hitman oh, Tree, I expect you to die too. Lone Echo Two, Resident Evil Four, and Sniper Elite VR. Well, Is there even a competition here, lads? Ah, uh, maybe. Maybe. Really? Because think... you haven't played any of them, Chris, so you don't know. <laughs> no, but based on what you hear, like, you know, people Res- I think said Resident, Resident Evil 4, 4 was out fucking standing yeah, in VR. Should, I think it should win. Definitely. I think it's going to win. Yeah. I really think it's going to win out of all these. I didn't even hear buzz of the others. I knew when they came. I heard of when they came out, but 
Yeah. Resident Evil 4 has blown people away in VR. Yeah, I think it's going to win. It's going to win. Fucking hands down. I, I've seen, because I've seen a review on it. Yeah, the, the, the detail for it and just how much the gameplay kind of changes, like, but keeping it like, yeah. you know, they're like shooting and then they like throw their gun up and they like catch it and reload. And it's like, it's a John yeah, Wick, yeah. but zombies. It's... Yeah. Well, yeah. well I've heard lots of people say it as well. They're like, oh my God, it takes me so much longer to play the game now because I've just fucked around with everything in the environment. Yeah. That, yeah. You know I what love, I mean? Like, I think VR is like a really great platform for games like that, like older games, like Skyrim and stuff like that. It's games yeah, re-release you, it in VR. You really know. You know everything about it, but now you get to experience it in a completely different way. And everyone has to take a shot because Skyrim was mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, yeah, like, what other old game would you love to see being brought to VR? Metal Gear Solid. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we are. We that would be, uh, I, I want to. Ex- I want to space. explore Shadow Moses. Yeah. Um, in VR. Yeah. And also, I actually think that, to be honest, I'm surprised that Kojima hasn't done anything with VR yet. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, seems Dead, like something right up his alley. <laughs> Death Stranding actually, in VR, would be terrifyingly, awesomely boring. It'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think, MGS One setting is a perfect and two, or. Yeah. Or MGS2. Two. MGS2, two MGS two in VR would be smaller stunning. Smaller corridor, uh, corridors, and there's, there's so much like sniper moments to take out like things like, yeah, that would. And thematically. Yeah. Yeah, thematically. Thematically, MGS2 in VR well, is probably the perfect Metal Gear VR solid game. VR missions. Yeah, absolutely. It's just like, and, and maybe some of them are in those maps, but it's just like a VR scenario of yeah. those maps. Yeah. That'd be great. I'd love that. So yeah. good. Another game? So good. Do it. Um, they should bring an X-Men game where you're in the danger room. Fucking yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. know how that would work, but... Mutant Academy. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta game. box the part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. All right. Best All right, action right. game. So for Can the I best... say something here? Hold on. Can I say something here? You can. Because yeah. now there's a few of these categories, right? And right. I'm cool with these categories. Yeah. But I just wonder how they pick some categories and not others. Because on no year is there a category for best horror game, and horror games are fucking amazing, and they deserve their own category. Probably because they do something other games don't do. There's probably not enough though in, in to make up a whole category. I think there. I think there would be every year, and generally a lot of those um, horror yeah. games kind of end up in in other categories. But like, yeah, but that's the thing. Like even here, right? So back for blood. It could be a horror game. Returnal could be counted as a horror game. You know what I mean? There's mm, some of them yeah. bleed into other categories. It's like like are all the is Back for Blood specifically an action game? Yeah. I like it's so. more of a multiplayer game. It's not horror. It's got action elements. Really? It was just a loose I'm just saying, I don't I d do, I don't think it's fair that there's no horror genre. That's I horror. think that would be the reason though, is that there really isn't any like I think when you think of horror is in there, gaming, you're talking is there like, a fantasy genre? Horror. Uh, oh, best fantasy game. There's best RPG and adventure, I think, isn't it? And there's best action adventure. Yeah so. yeah. so this is for the best game in the action genre, focused primarily on combat. Back for bum, Blood, bum. Chivalry Two, Deathloop, Far Cry. 6, hey! It's going to be Deathloop, isn't it? Yeah. It's probably. either going to this one's either going to be Deathloop or Eternal. I can't say what I would pick, but it's got to be one of the two of them. Do you know what? I'm going to go out and say the critics are going to choose Returnal for this one. Wow. <laughs> it's a faster-paced action game. 
Oh, you think Eric? You don't know how from fast that lift is. No, from what I've seen though, Returnal is Resogun in third person. Yeah. Like in like, it's yeah. Resogun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Resogun is fucking nuts. Deathloop is more like Dishonored. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think, Eric? What do you think they're going to go for? Ah, back for blood. Why? Just for shits and giggles? Throw the wrench into the works? No, I'd probably go for Deathloop. Or Far Cry. <laughs> uh, no, Deathloop. Yeah, I think it's going to be Deathloop. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm going to stand firmly on Returnal. Okay. I'm standing firmly on Returnal. Best okay. action slash adventure. So it's for the best action slash adventure game combining combat with traversal and puzzle solving. Oh, it's got to be Galaxy, between. Metroid Dread, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart, or Resident Evil Village. Uh, unfortunately, I think with those games announced, Resident Evil Village is probably down at the bottom of that list. Uh, for action adventure, probably. For action adventure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of the, the, the way they describe it. Uh, oh, how traversally, how how much does Guardians of the Galaxy fit? This is a tough one. Do you just want to hear from me first? Yeah, go on, yeah, go on, yeah. Go on, go on. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, think, I think this category is between Ratchet and Clank and Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, okay. What do you think, Adam? You've played... A, I a think game. it's going to be... Metroid Dread. I played Psychonauts 2. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> now, Eric, what do you think? I haven't even seen Psychonauts 2, so I don't even know. <laughs> uh, I, I think I've actually played the least amount of games that have come out this year, or at least for this. What You've been playing happening? last year's games, what bro. What is happening? <laughs> yeah. What's yeah, going on here? Well, What's I, wrong? Yeah, I suppose. You've become me. You're a rookie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. <laughs> this is shit. Um... I don't like it. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna choose between Resident Evil Village and Deathloop. Deathloop Just... isn't here, man. <laughs> it should be though. It's mad actually. It's the only one not here. Yeah. You know what? I, I'm gonna give. A, I'm gonna give a final say for me. Right? right. I think the people are gonna choose Guardians of the Galaxy for this category. Right. But I think the critics are gonna choose Ratchet and Clank for this category. Yeah, but that doesn't help me because Adams chose fucking Metroid Dread. Yeah, I think, critics, I think the critics might choose Metroid Dread. Okay. Okay, well, I think the critics will choose. Um, I don't think Psychonauts 2 has enough action in it. So I don't think they're going to choose that. Uh, I was kind of leaning towards Guardians of the Galaxy hmm? because of when it first came up, because of the fact that you have to use... And it plays into how the story plays using your teammates to solve not just fighting scenarios, but also fighting traversal scenarios mm-hmm. or like solving sooner. Like there's a moment, wasn't there a moment of probably at the start of the game, you're fighting those big blue bubbly thingies. Mm-hmm. And there's a bit where you choose how to get across a gap. Mm-hmm. And one of the choices is here. Um, I was to say Grog. That's not his name. Um, what the hell is he got? Drax. Drax throw rocket across. And he mm-hmm. does. Then he chose him. And that kind of. So I'm actually going to go for Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I think it has a strong chance. Okay. It's more in the action adventure genre um, than it looked like. Hmm. Best role playing for the best game designed with rich player character customization and progression, including massively multiplayer experiences. <laughs> Cyberpunk. <laughs> 2077 
shot. Monster Hunter Rise, Scarlet Nexus, Shin Megami Tensei Five, and Tales of Arise. Why are you shocked at um? So whatever about the music category. Okay. Best role playing game. Mm-hmm. That's the actual game experience. Yeah. The game wasn't finished. How can it be up for this vote? Has it not been updated since? Has been updated since, yeah. And then I, I it, don't know. It I is just... the well, the game again. It's not on the technical aspect. It's on the role playing aspect. Okay, so it's on does, about how does it fare as a role playing game? You take on a role. No, <laughs> you come play on. the Beyond game. That, like... is is it a is it a contender well, well, for like, well, best like role okay for game? for the best game designed with rich character player character customization progression? You can't like. That game lets you be a man with a woman's body for crying out loud. Like, you know, like that has actually deep customization for the character to be the character you want to be in craft. Um, and again, like your your sexuality is up for exploration in that game. Your, you know, the types of cars you drive, the type of clothes you wear. Like there, there is great customization that there's no fucking multiplayer. So I don't know why the hell that's even a thing, but there's, mm-hmm. you know. But when it comes to customization and taking on the role of V, this like even the fact that now, it, like the fact that you take on, you start off either you're a, a street thug or you're an outsider or you're a corporate agent, that plays into some of the options of what you can say as you play the game. And then it also plays into how the game starts for you and how you meet your friend Jackie. It's Jackie, isn't it? I can't remember. It's been a while since I played it. I think it's Jackie. Yeah, it's Jackie. Do you think it has uh, a stronger chance than people would realize? Do you think people are underestimating? It's actual chances here. I think it does have a strong chance if people kind of were to look past. The well, remember now, this is going to come down to the critics. Issues. It's not really going to come yeah. down to the public. No, but again, with the critics, if they looked past the, the technical issues, because you know, critics are people too, that they they can be distracted by that. And then also the fact that they remembered the game because again, it came out last year. That's why I think it probably won't win because it came out last year, and most games that kind of come out the year previous that are put into this year's category or like, you know, mm. don't really have that high of chance of winning. Adam, any thoughts yourself? Uh, I think it could be Monster Hunter Rise. Okay. That or Tales of Arise. But I, I, I just feel like with the massively multiplayer experience side of things, I think it's going to be Monster Hunter. I think it's going to be Tales of Arise. I think it's actually probably going to be Scarlet Nexus. Oh, you know what? It could be any of these games. <laughs> we we all agree. We all agree that it's not going to be Shin Megami Tensei Five. Well, actually, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I'm joking. Okay. Okay. Someone, Let us know, guys. What do you think? And like, do you think oh that Cyberpunk? God, obviously, Shin Megami. Do you yeah. think that Cyberpunk is, it deserves to be here? Let us know. <laughs> I think. No, I think. Eric, to oh. be fair, I think you made a good argument there. I think you made a good argument. Okay, best fighting. You see what I mean now, right? Okay, Tekken you're is like, there. Oh wait, pick- that's not Tekken. That's not Tekken. Virtual you're pick. You're picking what you can at a best know, fighting, Street right? Fighter, isn't it? And mm-hmm. some of them are actually quite small games. I really think horror could have its own category when you see best fighting game. I really do. But anyway, <sighs> let's go. Do we want to go to Mel- this or we'll skip ahead? Mel- Melty Blood Type Lumina. Yeah, I never even heard of that. All I, all I want to say here of these games, I don't even want to list them out, really. I think Nickelodeon All-Star, All-Star Brawl has a good chance of winning it. Looks dope. <laughs> Probably. I mean... Uh, it surprised a lot of people. The minute I saw <laughs> Toph was in it and, like, the characters from Avatar, I was like, yeah, what, I actually want to play that game. 
Yeah, yeah. Best family game. Best family game. For the best game appropriate for family play, irrespective of genre or platform. It takes two. Mario Party Superstars. New Pokemon Snap. Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. And WarioWare. Get it together. Man. We have gamed so much this year. Um, I'm surprised. It takes two. Uh, I mean, is that appropriate for family? In the way it's told, yes. And I suppose some people could look at, well, you know what? The subject matter that's in it. Mm. Um, like, kids should be aware of this stuff. This stuff shouldn't be, like, uh, a secret, you know? What's, if, if What's that about? Oh, It Takes Two is about two parents who want a divorce. And their child, <laughs> their, their, their daughter doesn't want them split up and kind of makes a wish that they could stay together. And they get turned into these little mini figures and they have to like try and get back to their real bodies. But on the adventure of having to work together, it's supposed to be like they're sorting out through their problems that they're not talking about. I, I, it, it could be, and it's, it's very childish. Like that sounds serious. It's actually told there's a fucking okay. book of love. It's the most annoying character in the world. Okay. It, it is quite childish in how it's told. So what are we thinking um, here? Don't worry, kids. Does you want to solve your problems? Wish them away. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, no, it, it's, <laughs> it's a good game, but I think of what I've seen here and what I know about these games, I think it'll be Mario Party Superstars. Mm-hmm yeah more like it takes two is only two player i'm just thinking about something that the whole family can get in on mm-hmm. yeah so yeah i think i think the superstars party thing <laughs> superstars party thing you know i i think the, uh, the, the, the thing the, the, the yoke yeah i don't the, know the actually, new yeah. the new mario treaty getter thing yeah that like when it says yeah that the that the family can play but then again is it like okay it's, it's family friendly in terms of like you can just throw it on and let your kid enjoy it and you'll be all right and if that's the mm-hmm. case then uh, i think it's going to be the new pokemon snap oh maybe yeah hard to know, hard yeah. To know. yeah basically hard to know. nintendo did well here nintendo <laughs> did really well here but they usually do well they in this do. category yeah, yeah. yeah they're very good um we're on to best sim strategy do we want to Ooh, yeah okay best game focused on <laughs> real time or turn-based simulation or strategy gameplay irrespective of platform age of empires four evil genius two world domination humankind inscription or microsoft flight simulator given the buzz that's been around inscription i, I think it's got to be that yeah probably but like i mean yeah humankind's supposed to be pretty good i would love it age is. of empires to win just to, to, i know to just because age of empires is such a you know do you know like, who makes love uh, that series microsoft flight simulator asobo didn't they make uh didn't they make hold on they is did. that who made astro's playroom yeah nope yeah no no i don't think it's astro's playroom who are you thinking of i'm thinking of is it not the crowd who made uh a plague tale no 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 i don't think so let's have a looky plague tale or or a french a small french studio like that was an indie game what an indie game plague tale was in the indie category when it came oh my god i thought that's that's coming out next year isn't it requiem requiem coming out next year yeah yeah. next year is gonna be fucking sobo studios Plague Tale Innocence. Did they? Yep. You sure you wow. can see it? You can see the you know the similarities between the planes yeah. and the 
best sim is actually best similarities <laughs> <laughs> sure i yeah okay yeah sure sure okay yeah let us know what you think guys really if you play these games check out that inscription but i feel like it's probably pc only so i'm a bit could be stumped there could be okay all right all right how are we doing how are we doing best sports Fun. racing forza 5 i don't i'm gonna read the rest out just forza 5 it's fun. there's a yeah. fucking hot wheels Oh, yeah, yeah. So F1 2021 is here. FIFA 22, Forza Horizon 5, Hot Wheels Unleashed, and Riders Republic. I've heard amazing things about Hot Wheels Unleashed. Really? But I'd be sh- yeah, but I'd be surprised if it's not Forza. I've even heard people who have played these games and they list through the games and they go, I think Forza is going to win, but I really want Hot Wheels to win. Like they loved it. Cool. So I would actually, great. do you know what would make me buy a Hot Wheels game? Right. What's that? They probably will never if, do just it. Just if fuel's in it? Yeah. If they had What's fuel, if they never do it, probably isn't it? Nah, but if they did the trailer with fuel, I'd be like, oh yeah, it'd be like that moment with Mortal Kombat 11 <laughs> when they put the the Mortal Kombat music in. You were like, yeah. I'm gonna buy the premium edition of this because it's gonna be awesome. And then it's... yeah, yeah, you, you fucking idiots. Okay. You should you should have played May It Be over Deathloop, and Eric would have bought it day one. That's it. <laughs> Forza Horizon Five. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, that's, that's for best sports and racing. I agree. Best multiplayer for outstanding online multiplayer gameplay and design, including co-op and massively multiplayer experiences, irrespective of game genre or platform. Back for Blood is back. Knockout City, It Takes Two, Monster Hunter Rise, New World, and Valheim. The hell's New World? Hmm. Now in this one, this is weird. I'm surprised think... not to see like a Call of Duty here or something. Yeah, the well, they're shit though. They're like they're really <laughs> they're really bad. Yeah, right. like people are it giving it was a stink about them. Okay, wasn't yeah? Van, wasn't Vanguard also broken? Yeah, was it? People are giving a stink about no, Vanguard and Battlefield. Um, there wasn't more rad to be had after all, motherfuckers. Um, I think it takes two deserves to win here. Let's give it to it takes two, and I think it will win. I, okay. That's what okay. I say. Good job okay. for the couch for having Stays the couch light. co-op built into the game from every ounce of it you know i, what I mean? assume you can you, oh, can, you can only you... play it multiplayer yeah and you can play it online you can yeah, yeah. yeah but it is designed to be a couch co-op game good job <laughs> content creator i don't know any of these people it's fucking bullshit weren't i here <laughs> <laughs> where robbed. are we robbed i don't know any of these people but i know me <laughs> dream i know i've heard of dream i know Seriously? a lot of people like dream okay gals iba and Greg, Greg. Like, <laughs> the fuck do you say that, man? Okay. All I can say I is I think Dream Dream is gonna win. Okay, because you heard of. Oh, you know what? Yeah, you know what? Oh, I like Dream look. because Dream has a drawing for himself. And he has that that hey. hey. Okay, never mind. Hey, Fusli, Fusli wins. We're like yeah. the same Fusli, people. Fusli, we're voting for you. We got the hyper. Yeah, yeah, you got the hyper. Yeah, you got good. the hyper X. Best debut indie for the best debut ah, game created ah. by a new independent studio. Yarful Escape, The Forgotten City, Kina, Bridge of Spirits, Sable, and Valheim. Gotta go to Valheim. Sable looks this, cool. This is the toughest category. I actually yeah. think the critics are going to have the hardest time picking in this category. Isn't I am Forgotten dying City to play the... Based? I am dying to play the Forgotten City. Everyone is saying... I've heard people say it's their favorite game this year. Is that not based off of... Maybe I'm mixing up with something else, but... it. I'm sorry to bring it up again, but is that not based off of a Skyrim <laughs> mod for Skyrim? Yeah, <laughs> I don't 
Okay, you're joking. <laughs> I actually, I have no idea. It could be. I have no idea. But I've heard amazing things about it. I, I, I don't think Valheim is going to win here, but I think Sable, Kana, the Forgotten City, and the Arkle Escape could all have people rooting for them. I, yeah, I really want to play all of these games. The you should. Sable, Sable looks cool. Oh Valheim reminds me of the Forgotten City. Is a mystery adventure role playing game developed yep. by this studio here, who's Australian. Um, it is a full video game adaption of the critically acclaimed The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim mod of the same name. That's gas. Wow, awesome. I can do it. Uh, but well, then yeah. it wins. <laughs> that's it. It's taken it wins. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's a crit- that, that particular mod um, has won awards itself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So no, no. Wow. I, I could. Um, but is can you call it a debut? I suppose you could, yeah. I uh, honestly, I think here's. I think this is going to happen. I think Kana is going to win, really, in this category. But the Forgotten City is going to come really close. Um, but I think ultimately it's between the two of them. So Arkle Escape doesn't have doesn't stand a chance. I didn't say that, but I just <laughs> think ultimately it's going to come down to the two of them. I think people have you heard great of... things about. I'm not a user of cleared Kana, but in terms of just. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! yeah heard good stuff. Kana oh, was yeah. yeah yeah. Kana was really like okay. yeah really across yeah, just, the board. Yeah yeah, and especially as a debut, I think everyone kind of said it's really good, and I really want to see what they do next. Cool. So in this category, it has a strong chance. I think. Cool yeah. cool cool. Well, it is in there, so yeah. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> now this most anticipated you know what? game I like it the rest one. of it is esports and stuff so this yeah, is going to be our rest. last this category we're ending here. but this is fucking hilarious right okay do you know why this is hilarious why because all, all of these games, games bar one this year <laughs> well no all of these games bar one were in this category last year alright so they've all already been voted for so it's like it's a bit oh man like it's just yeah. it's just Sweet. gas like okay. that the games that everyone was looking forward to <clears throat> to come out last year yeah. didn't come out this year <laughs> so most I do, I, game it, recognizing an announced game that has demonstrably demonstrably illustrated yeah. potential to push the gaming medium forward we've got Elden Ring God of War Ragnarok Horizon Forbidden West, the sequel to The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. <laughs> That's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> That's um, ridiculous. Right. Yeah. If I remember correctly, my prediction when we did this last time was I predicted Elden Ring was going to win. Right. And I did and it did win. And it did. Wow. Right. And it did. That won last year. And yeah, we I'm predicted God of War. Yeah. yeah. So I now am... I suppose for this one, right, right? I'd like to ask what do you think will win? What's your anticipated game? And then just, is there anything that's missing here that personally you're really anticipating next year? Uh, Eric, what I, do you think is going to win this time? I, I'm, I will probably stick with my vote on Elden Ring as they did have that gameplay demo sort of thing where everyone was playing and messing around and they were saying that the game worked really well. The multiplayer worked really well there lot of praise for Elden Ring and I think me and Chris we we, we talked about it too we, we had praise for it as well so I think did you just like to look it up I thought for a from software game it looked amazing 
I only wish the gameplay was something I'd be into, but otherwise, I think <laughs> by that, I, wow. I, was, I was being honest, but I think the world looks stunning. Yeah, Adam, you obviously didn't seem that impressed. I am envious of the people that can look at these type of games and feel anything for them. Wow. I was just nothing the entire time. I didn't think it looked good. I didn't think mm. the artwork was good. I didn't think the graphics were good. I didn't think the gameplay was good. I felt nothing for that game. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> I thought the designs even alone were stunning. Yeah, I thought it was okay. I feel like I've seen it before, you know, from them. Sure. I feel like I've seen it before. Harsh yeah. motherfucker. Okay, so Eric, yeah. you, you think Elden <laughs> I, Ring? I, I think I think it's gonna. You think be Elden, Elden Ring's gonna win? Yeah. Uh, yeah. What are you personally anticipating on this list? Oh, I mean, like a couple of weeks ago, I watched that God of War trailer again. Oh, God of War Ragnarok all the way. Oh my God, it's gonna be so good. And is there anything else that's not here that is also just like I can't wait for it? Well, yes, yes, there is one. The console version of Infinity Blade. When am I gonna get that? <laughs> make it okay how about you adam what's gonna um, win it's kind of tough like based on the how crazy everyone is i guess uh maybe elden ring but i think breath of the wild 2 because like i mean the just the chit chat around that is just fucking wild People are really like mm. the fact that it doesn't even have a bloody title and people are still excited about the thing. The fact that it's here, yeah. Yeah. And the, from what we've seen as well, there's nothing shown, but like it was like, oh my god, it's the best thing ever. Um, sure. For me, it's God of War Ragnarok. Um, and I, I, I think maybe they might actually pick God of War Ragnarok. I think Elden Ring is going to win for the second year in a row. And I think most of that is down to the timing. It's just perfect for them. Not only did that showcase go down really well, and and yeah. lots of people have played it and really really enjoyed it. Like they they're crazy about it. They already have their pre order in. It's coming out in January, so people are like buzzing to get this. Like it's around the corner for them, so they're really hyped for it. The rest of them, they're like. I don't have a release date for God of War. I don't have a release date for Starfield. Well, I do, but I don't know if I trust it. I, I don't have a release date for Zelda. And Horizon is probably the least anticipated of this particular yeah, list, even I though it's highly so. anticipated. Yeah. So I think Elden Ring is going to win. For me personally, it's God of War. Nothing to do with the trailer, to be honest. Um, I wasn't blown away by the trailer, mm. but I just loved the first one and want to see more of it. So, um, you know, like Starfield is one I'm very interested in but I haven't seen enough of it to be like really like all in on it. Whereas God of War, it's like, I kind of know what I'm getting because I feel like it's going to be quite similar to the first one. Yeah. Um, and another one for me, I'm not surprised it's not here, but I'm highly anticipating Gotham Knights. I'm really excited oh, for it. Yeah. I think, and I, I hope it's good. Um, but I am, I just, I'm biased when it comes to Batman's shit. And I'm anticipating replaced. Yeah, that's right. Oh. That's right. But guys, those are our thoughts on the Game Awards. And there's still plenty of time for people to vote. So make sure you get out and, you know, vote, have your say on what you think should win in each category. Um, and let us know yourself in each category what you'd pick. What's your game of the year? What's your most anticipated game? Or what do you think is going to win? You know, let us know. So if you've watched this on YouTube, please jump down in the comments. Let us know. 
And if you enjoyed this, please give us a thumbs up, hit subscribe, and click the notification bell for future content. Whereas if this is an audio platform, then you can touch base with us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Brothers Take. Again, to share your take on what's going to win game of the year this year, what's your most anticipated game, and um, you know what's going to win in each category. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. We'll be back to talk to you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.